conductive wire And you were so electric I had no say when you came so near And just passed right through me Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can follow Welcome to Geekdom on Instagram at Welcome to Geekdom and on Twitter at Geekdom Pod. There are links to those in the show notes. You can also support the show on Patreon, where I will be releasing bonus content for this podcast and my other podcast, Chat Cemetery. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. There are links to all of those things in the show notes, so be sure to do that. It is a huge help for the show and I really appreciate it. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to Geekdom is Back. I'm your host, Deanna Chapman, and I am joined by Katie from I Hope You Suffer podcast, and today we're talking all about Dick Grayson, so we are not really suffering at all. (laughs) I'm honestly, yeah. um, It's so nice to be on the other side, like the other, like, geek side of things, and not really, you know, horror stuff, but just like, (laughs) other things that I like have interest in. So I'm very excited to be here. Yeah. And for anyone who has been listening to recent episodes, I'm leaning more into comic book content lately. So it's been interesting to see what I want to talk about and what I don't want to talk about in that regard. But today, we're doing a character episode. So this is going to be about comics the TV and film appearances for Dick Grayson. And I did one of these on Daredevil. So that's just a quick rundown there if you didn't listen to that episode. But Katie, we're just going to jump right in here and talk about Dick Grayson's first appearance as Robin, which is in Detective Comics number 38 from very long ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I went to go read this and I was like, oh, there's a bunch of other stuff in here too. Like the Batman part of Detective Comics was only like six or eight pages or something. Yeah, it's it's hard for when I first knew what Batman was. It was actually just Batman, the animated series, which I'm sure we'll talk about more later. But that's the thing that I knew like I didn't get into superheroes or comics or anything like that and I'm still not very well versed in comics to be honest with you but I didn't get into all of that stuff until I was probably in high school I just knew what Batman was because of the series and um as I you know started getting a little bit older and I could start tracking like this thing Batman Robin existed before the animated series and it's like wild (laughs) especially now to think like how long ago these characters were actually created and the way that they've like changed earlier Robin well and Batman but a lot a lot more Robin is like very different than I think people nowadays think of Robin yeah you know what I mean like I think he's definitely held a lot more higher regard than even when I was like you know seven or whatever watching the animated series so um I never dived into any of the comics that were older than like I don't know, Hush or something like that. So this was like, this was really nice for me. Yeah, I typically try to go back and read first appearances for characters I'm going to be covering, whether it's for a character episode like this or over on my YouTube channel where I've been doing a bunch of different reading guides for certain characters. And even though it's not necessarily where I would suggest you start reading a character, I think first appearances are just 
important in general. So you kind of can see where they came from and where they are now. And Dick Grayson is a character who has transformed so much over the years. And he's been Robin, he's been Nightwing, he's been Batman. So there's a lot going on there. And we have three first appearances because of that as each of those characters. So his first appearance as Nightwing comes during the Judas contract storyline. So I actually went ahead and just reread all of the Judas contract for this, just to kind of get the context again, because I had read it. But anyway, his first appearance as Nightwing is in Tales of the Teen Titans number 44. So there's, I think this is part three. So it starts with issue 42. And then there's another (laughs) issue after this that kind of wraps up all of the Judas contract. But Katie, I have to say, these suit designs. My goodness. I know. <laughs> well, so the one that they they made for him that is just really, really right out of the disco era <laughs> is just... I remember the first time I saw that because, like, I... For a really long time, Robin... Dick Grayson Robin was just Robin to me. Like, yeah. it took me... I wasn't, I wasn't old enough to kind of, like follow any kind of continual storyline to realize that like he ended up being Nightwing and then once I started to be able to like branch out a little bit I saw that costume and I was like uh is that a joke like what is going (laughs) like obviously very different time right um but yeah wow people made fun of his Robin costume but that Nightwing number (laughs) is like I don't know how they came up with it yeah it is reminiscent of like the first Luke Cage costume with you know the big (laughs) collar and it's fun when you have shows and movies and whatnot that will kind of flash back to that briefly like the Luke Cage show did but let me tell you I'm glad that Titans has not like pulled that out of the bag (laughs) for Dick Grayson because it would be so so out of place and out of character with that show and you know obviously that's the live action version of the character right now but yeah the Judas contract also is just a fantastic little storyline in general for the Teen Titans. And so this is kind of taking place separate from Dick's relationship with Batman, which is nice too, because actually, with the exception of Detective Comics 38 and Robin number zero, where he becomes Batman briefly, none of these have anything to do with Batman. And I didn't do that on purpose, but (laughs) a lot of these are... Dick Grayson going out on his own. And I think that's when the character is, at least for me, more interesting. Is that something you would agree with? Yeah. I mean, I think that the thing that makes like Dick Grayson to me, this is not like an original opinion, obviously. I love all the Robins. Uh, I always have. Yeah. My favorite Robin is always like whatever media I'm watching or reading at the time, (laughs) honestly. Um, But I think what makes Dick's character as Robin so, like, pivotal for the series is not only because he's, like, the very first Robin, but he's really the one that, like, you know, yeah, he starts as Robin. He starts under Batman's, like, tutelage. And, you know, it's, it's a lot more important to Batman as a character just because this is kind of like his well he takes on a lot of Robins afterwards but this (laughs) is like kind of like his first shot at being like I'm gonna take in this child and I'm gonna try and like be a dad and well you know 
not, not a real dad, but you know, like some kind of like father figure to him, um, and kind of like mend that part of himself that, you know, he missed out on by not having his parents around or whatever. And we really see like Dick taking on anything that Batman throws at him, like all of Batman's temper tantrums and whatnot. He doesn't let anything that Batman does like change him. Like he stays his own character throughout and he makes the hard decisions. Like, so, I mean, obviously there's like two main things. I don't know if you're ready to talk about this yet, but there's like two main things that happen for Robin to transfer from Robin to being Nightwing. Mm -hmm. And depending on what you read, because I feel like the thing that they do with Robin is that they like rehash the same stories over again. And sometimes they change it. Sometimes they change it back, whatever. It's like either Batman fires him or he quits on his own. And for me, the storylines where Robin decides, like, I don't agree with the way that Batman's operating. Like he's beaten the crap out of these guys. And I don't think that's cool because he taught me to be better than that. So I'm going to do my own thing. To me, that's what makes him specifically out out of like all the superheroes just like stand out because he like who wouldn't want to be Batman right who wouldn't want to be Superman or any of the other like protégés or sidekicks or whatever like kind of like strive to be you know like their mentor but Dick is really just like you know what that's not for me I'm gonna go do my own thing and I think like his character development is just like so um intricate's not the right word but it's like he really goes through so many different character arcs that are just really unique I guess is what I'm trying to say yeah and real quick to talk about Robin number zero to sort of knock out the first appearances here we see him return and you know there's another Robin of course and at first I was reading this issue and I was like did I send Katie the right one because I was like nothing's really happening. It was like him and the other Robin rehashing some of their stories about, you know, working under Batman. And then they hit you with the reveal at the very end that it was like, of course, Dick was going to come back. Because like you said, who wouldn't want to be Batman? And Dick has the chance to go out there and be Batman and sort of help out in a different way. And even though that took very long to pay off in that issue, in my opinion, I still Mm -hmm. think it's worth a quick read because look it's one issue and it's a number zero issue so it's like they knew it wasn't going to really heavily feature the main part of the storyline which I'm guessing is why it wasn't a number one but these three first appearances for Dick as these various characters just kind of shows you how he's progressed as a character over the years and you know then we get into Nightwing year one, which like you said, they have different storylines. Did he quit? Was he fired? Can you really be fired from something that doesn't actually pay? (laughs) Right. (laughs) It pays in different ways because, you know, Bruce paid for everything. But I think Nightwing year one, which is Nightwing number 101 to 107 or something like that. You know, I sent you the wrong link for that one at first. I was like, no, that's not that's not what we were looking for. But yeah, it's Nightwing 101 to 106, actually. So it's a six-part thing, and we see him going out on his own. We see him with Barbara. We see how he interacts with 
other characters like Jim Gordon. And I just really liked the characterization of him. And Chuck Dixon has done a ton of great Robin and Dick Grayson work in particular. This is the first time that I've read this, but I really enjoyed it. Even though, again, like we were saying, like I I feel like a lot of the content is just like, rehatching things that happened or changing it but um i really liked this actually and i thought it was interesting because hopefully i didn't end up reading the wrong thing anyway (laughs) but um how like nightwing year one is kind of like dick's account of the way that things are and i think it's really interesting when uh have you read robin year one yes okay i thought it was really interesting because that one is from alfred's perspective and Uh Also, again, to relay this back to the animated series, because that's what I have the most experience with, that is also kind of like just like a third person account. And you see in Robin year one and Batman, the animated series that Robin or Robin Dick and Batman's relationship is like, yeah, it's like tough love. You know, he's teaching him to be like a warrior and a vigilante and all that stuff. So he's got to be rough on him to make sure he doesn't get hurt or whatever. But, and even though that their, like, relationship is strained, you do see moments of, especially in Robin Year One, where he's taught, where Alfred's, like, everything was doing, everything was great, their relationship was, like, building, and they were building trust in each other, and there was laughter and stuff, and then this, like, really traumatic thing happens where, again, Batman, like, fires him. He's like, I don't want you to get hurt, you're fired, and that was, like, terrible right and all of those events kind of like planted the seed and really changed like batman and robin's relationship so then when you get into year one it's only robin's account and the only time that he has any like relation or like any kind of like talking to batman batman is so like cold and short and i just think it's really interesting the way that they did that because yeah if you're dick then of course anything that batman says to you is going to make you feel like you know you're not good enough because he keeps firing you and stuff like that so i just thought that it was done really well yeah it kind of starts with his last job as robin and then it kind of goes through the motions of him becoming nightwing and this is one that i think is worth reading just because i personally enjoy a lot of the year one stories like You said Mm -hmm. Robin year one. I love that one. Batgirl year one. Batman year one. I mean, there's a lot of them to enjoy, particularly within the Gotham world, you know. And I was torn between, you know, which comics to pick for Dick Grayson because there are so, so many good ones. Like, you know, there's the current Tom Taylor run that a lot of people are loving, but because it's so recent and I read everything through the apps that are six months behind, I was like, well, (laughs) probably won't get too many issues into that one. But, you know, Grayson is from the New 52 run, which was, I guess, right before Rebirth. DC kind of reboots a lot, so I lose track of when these things happen, but it was one of the more recent reboots, and this time we see Dick as an agent of Spiral, and I think this one was so different from everything else, and 
I was surprised. I was actually able to read the entire run, which I think was ultimately 20 issues and three annual issues, something like that. So after having read through all of it, and there is a creator change at the end, a creative team change at the end for like the last story arc roughly. But overall, this was one of the most unique things I have read for Dick Grayson's character. And they went all in with the butt jokes on this one. I kind of <laughs> loved it. <laughs> Where's that statue of him with his uh, with his glutes? Yeah, I unfortunately did not get to read the whole thing for Grayson. I remember when that originally came out, I was like really interested in it because I love when they kind of take like a different take on a character that's really well established. Like that's why maybe unpopular opinion, but I love like, the CW shows like the flash is one of my favorite things ever and um, mixed opinions on arrow and things like that. But that's just kind of an example of how they kind of like play around with the traditional roles of like the characters. And so I was really interested because like, I don't know, I feel like if you've been following the character, um, especially like when he leaves Gotham, the idea that he could be like an agent or like a cop or something like totally tracks for me. And I think it's not, it's not like a, a stretch, you know what I mean? And so I do appreciate when they do some different things like that, but I don't know, sometimes when they like change, I'm not going to say change it, but like, for example, in Titans, they made him just kind of very serious. Yeah. And I miss like his playfulness sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they've definitely portrayed Dick Grayson in various stages of his life throughout the comics and with the TV and film stuff, which we'll get to in a minute here. But with Grayson, Mm -hmm. you know, Batman comics are very fun when Batman is actually going out and being a detective and not just like you said earlier, beating the crap out of everyone just because he can. And (laughs) for me, having Dick be a spy was kind of like that equivalent. I really love Mm -hmm. the Batman stories that dig into him being a detective. And, you know, last week I talked about Batman the Black Mirror, which has Dick as Batman. And that's why I didn't put it on this list, though, because I knew I was going to do a whole separate episode on that one. And it gives you that with Dick. He's out there sort of really trying his best to do a detective Batman impression. And I think with this you have a similar sort of thing. And it's like, sure, in the end, he was faking his death. He had to lie to everyone. And, you know, that was the only way he could keep everyone safe. And understandably so, all of those characters are a little upset with him. And you get to see him sort of go through that reveal with them, like, hey, it's me. And, (laughs) you know, there's a fun moment between him and... Superman, and this very much ties into the New 52 continuity because there's a part that kind of ties in with Scott Snyder's Batman run where Batman forgets who he is and, you know, forgets that he is, well, Bruce Wayne and Batman apparently, but it kind of just touches on those things quickly. And then there's like a Robin War crossover issue. So I thought this was just overall a really well done series. They had a fun time with it. They have, you know, this relationship between Dick Grayson and Helena Bertinelli, and it still ties into Gotham heavily because of that. And 
it doesn't have to take place in Gotham to accomplish that, which I thought was cool. Yeah, I think that's one of the other things that I think is like nice and unique about like Grayson in general is that like for like his younger life, you know, did a bunch of stuff in Gotham. And then once he moves on, it's kind of like no matter where he goes, he's still like that same hero and it still brings like the same feel to things like even for people who are like well I'm really nostalgic for Gotham I want to stay in Gotham but I feel like they always do a really good job with no matter where he is keeping that same like feel of the character uh which is nice because I feel like he bounces around a lot more than like most of the staple characters do yeah which gives him a bit more versatility, I guess, if you will. And you see a lot of different versions of him in TV and film as well, because his appearances date back to, you know, like Batman 66 and Super Friends. So you have all of these different iterations of the character. You have Teen Titans, Batman the Animated Series, Batman the Brave and the Bold, which is fun. It's not like a serious show by any means. Young Justice, which I really enjoyed. And then you have, of course, Batman Forever and the Batman and Robin movies, which (laughs) those are movies. (laughs) And then most recently, you have Titans, which you touched on a little bit. But for you, Katie, which of these would you suggest people check out if they want to dive a little deeper into Dick Grayson. I know for both of us, probably Batman, the animated series is going to be the big recommendation here. Yeah. And that one's like, I'm going to say Batman, the animated series is like one of the best things that was ever created. And I'm not, that's not, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I think it's, it's not an exaggeration. No, no, no. no, no, no. I'm totally in agreement with you. And it, it does include, I should note, like the new Batman adventures, I think when you go watch it. So you get two different versions of Dick Grayson in that too, because you see him as Robin and then you see him as Nightwing. So that's kind of perfect. (laughs) And that one is like wild. So it's hard because like, obviously a lot of Batman the Animated Series is, like, just Batman. It, like, focuses mostly on Batman. Yeah. But then most of the stuff that Dick is in, it's, like, him and a group of people, whether it's, like, Teen Titans or Young Justice, where he is with, you know, a whole group of people all the time. That one, so that it's hard to recommend that one, but that, to me, was, like, the first introduction of him. And they did it in such a weird way because, like, I don't know the earliest episode that Robin shows up in for Batman, the animated series, but I know he was like in as early as episode 19 where he just like shows up really unexplained. Like he's just there. And then it's like, he's in some episodes, not in some episodes. And it's not until episode like 51 of the first season that that's when we get like his entire backstory or whatever. And I remember like as a child watching that and being like, so like the whole point of them adding Robin was that they were kind of like, well, you know, let's lighten it up a little bit. We have this character that we want to like bring in more kids as like a, you know, to to the Batman universe. So we want to bring them in. They're really going to connect with him. And I know that there was a lot of adults that were like, really irritated with Robin because (laughs) as an adult, I could see how he could be kind of like obnoxious. I mean, that's kind Mm -hmm. of the point, but for me as a kid, it really works because for me, this was the first time I was seeing like a child in my mind, 
superheroes were all adults because I was really only, you know, exposed to like Superman, Wonder Woman, like, you know, those kind of people. And then I see Robin as a child and I'm like, oh my God, this is great. He's like an acrobat. So he's got a reason that he can like do all these crazy jumps and flips and stuff. He's not like an alien. He's just like a normal dude. And so I really like connected with that. And then they're like, oh yeah, we're going to just like have this horrible, terrible thing happen to him, which to me Mm -hmm. added so much more like depth to the series because it's like, okay, there's already, we already know terrible stuff happened to Batman when he was a kid, right? He's an adult now, it's fine. But then suddenly you're seeing this really terrible thing happen to a kid. And so it's like, okay, well, things aren't great. Not everything is great in the world. But then you have Robin who is kind of like dealing with his trauma by being like putting his all into like what he's doing. He's having a good time doing it. And he's like, you know, using sarcasm and jokes and stuff to kind of like figure his life out and stuff. And I think that is just like such another level to a character that, I don't know, Batman's pretty dark. So (laughs) I think them having that, it's just like, it's not just like the surface level of like, oh, he's a little kid. He's going to be kind of a jackass. You know what I mean? It was like, they actually put work into that whole like arc for him and then he's in it you know after that so I I recommend that for me personally I also love Young Justice and again you get a lot more stories because there's lots of different characters but I like that one specifically because you have such a more hands-on like seeing him start as Robin have his break with Batman. He's also being a leader in this one and then transitioning to Nightwing. Like, obviously that takes a couple seasons, but I feel like it kind of like encapsulates his character really well. And especially because it's like a more modern writing of him that like is even more relatable. And he's also doing like a detective thing in that he's like a gadgets guy and all that stuff. So for classic Batman animated series and then for something more updated, I think Young Justice. I'm going to add Titans as one of my recommendations just because, one, you know, obviously Batman 66 is live action, but the camp level was turned all the way up in that. (laughs) And I think Titans right now is the best live action Dick Grayson that they've made so far. And I would love to see a Nightwing movie at some point. And, you know, if they use the same actor from Titans, that's fine. If they don't, that's fine too. But I do enjoy the dynamics of the cast in Titans and the fact that it kind of starts with Bruce being MIA and Dick is just trying to take the lead and trying to figure out the best way to do things. We see the Titans in San Francisco in season one when it all starts and then they make their way back to Gotham and they're staying at Wayne Manor. And, you know, I don't want to spoil it because it is a current show, but There's just a lot going on that Dick is having to deal with on his own, and he's trying to lead an entire team, and not everyone wants to listen to him all the time because some of them, yes, are younger. Not necessarily (laughs) children, children, but like Beast Boys in it, for instance, Raven, and I think it is just a bit of a darker take on the character, obviously, because like you said, he's very serious in this But there are some moments where you're like, oh, okay, yes, this is kind of the more playful side that we expected. We don't get it often, but you have some fleeting moments of it in the show. And 
I've just really enjoyed the first three seasons of it. I think it's getting a season four, so we'll see. I feel like everything's up in the air right now, but I, I've mostly enjoyed it. So I know it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, though. So Batman the Animated Series is definitely the more heavily recommended one. Yeah, I, I agree with Titans. I only got to see the first season, uh, unfortunately. I was enjoying it uh, again love how they kind of like mashed up the ages because yeah i think like normally when we see robin transition from or i keep well his, he is robin but yeah. dick grayson when we see dick transition from like being kind of like just a partner to being a leader normally when he's leading it's like people who are around his age like some people a little older maybe you know but in titans it's kind of like he is I'm, yeah everyone's different ages but i feel like he there's like a really special relationship between like him and Robin, not Robin Raven, um, because she's kind of like younger in this series that I do enjoy. So I think, yeah, if you want something a little different, I agree. I was really enjoying it. I'm not caught up obviously, but um, definitely listen, I love the original four Batman movies, Batman and Robin might be my favorite. I'm not sure, but I do think that is a much, much different uh, Grayson that they're uh, Nightwing that they're like coming up while well, he's Robin, even though he's like old, kind of older, <laughs> like older than his Robin in that movie. Um, but that one's definitely much more of kind of going back to the roots of him being just like kind of like a smart ass, like quippy, whatever. Whereas Titans, I feel, is kind of like a, if this happened in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think you should continue it if you have HBO and can do that, because they do some interesting things, I think, with not only him, but the rest of the characters that are in it. And, you know, I just wanted to quickly sort of wrap up here with what these different transitions have meant for Dick Grayson over the years. Obviously, going from Robin to Nightwing, he kind of got this freedom from Batman, but then when we see him become Batman, it's like he wanted that freedom from him, but he still understands the importance of what Bruce gave him. So when he needs to take up the Batman mantle, he's sort of always going to be there to do that. Yeah. And I think that it's, he's loyal in that way. You know what I mean? Like exactly like what you're saying. He's like, well, he, he did choose not to be Batman and he chose to go a different way and like fulfill his own role that he needed. But then, yeah, when, when Batman needed him to step up or when the city needed Batman, he was there just because he, ha he does have that respect and he has that loyalty for like the mantle, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this character has left a great legacy, too, just because he's been with Batman for so long. Detective Comics number 38 was so long ago. It was, what, 1939 or something? Yeah, something, something scary like that. <laughs> yeah, so it's just great to see that they keep doing new things with the character over the years, and it makes it so that he isn't a character who has felt sort of stale, obviously, in my opinion. And there's just so much to dig into with this character, too. Like, we were reading Nightwing year one. And like I said, those were issues 100 to 101 to 106 in a run. So he's a character who has had very long comic book runs. It's not like they 
start something and it gets canceled five issues in or something. You know, he's a character I think a lot of people have grown to love over the years. And I think I need to read more Dick Grayson comics, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like I said, I I haven't really read a lot of comics just because of what we were talking about earlier, especially with DC. I'm, I'm definitely a DC girl. Um, I obviously like things from Marvel, but DC is like, is where I like lie on the two or whatever. Um, but yeah, they love to just like reboot and renege <laughs> stuff. And it gets to the point where I'm like, I just don't, I can't, I don't have the energy to, to follow it up, but this is good that I, you know, had to read some comics for this because it, it is interesting, like what they decide to translate to animation and not because there's like some stuff we read that is stuff that like, I never knew watching anything like, um, in the night rate night wing year one, um, where he got his like costume idea from dead man. I had no idea. I had never seen that before. So I thought that was really interesting. And just things like that, where it's like, yeah, everybody knows Dick's like backstory about the flying Graysons and all that stuff. But it's like, there's just every time they write or they have more content, it's just like, it's always interesting to me. And I don't know if it's just because I already love the character. So I'll just like, lap it up I guess but (laughs) I don't know it's been so many years that I don't want to count and he's still kind of like getting better if you ask me like I know a lot of people I don't know why we're like reluctant to accept Nightwing um I'm not really sure why I guess maybe it's that whole like no why wouldn't you want to be a Batman Batman's the best or whatever but I think like his relationship with Batman, I think, is a really important one for the entire series and for, like, the Robins to come because it's, like, for Batman, this Robin kind of symbolizes to him, I think, like, his shortcomings. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of like, well, you know, I tried my best. I, I did everything that I thought was right. And obviously, well, whether he fired him or whether he left on his own, like, they're no longer together But, like, in my mind, I think that Dick turned out to be, like, the best. Like, no shade on any of the Robins, but I think he turned out to be the best. Because, you know, in some of the story arcs where he goes on and he, like, founds that Alfred Pennyworth, like, thing where he's, like, trying to help homeless, uh, homeless, you know, trying to stop homelessness and help poverty. Which are things that, like, when you think about superhero universes and it's, like, Batman's just going out there and beating up, like, mob bosses. And it's, like, well, why isn't he trying to help in a different way and Uh it's just because like he doesn't know how to but it's kind of like dick is taking that extra step to be like i want to do this i'm just gonna do it because i want to help and that's like the core of his character he just like selflessly wants to help so i think that's maybe why i always just want to know more stuff that's going on with him because he's just like a nice guy you know what i mean yeah and with Batman too, you know, obviously his money is paying for a lot of charitable things. It's just those aren't exciting to see in the comics. Like, honestly, (laughs) you know, and how many times has Bruce shown up at various charity events? And, you know, it's one of those things where Batman is the more interesting side to Bruce. So we're going to see more of that. The comics are titled Batman, not Bruce Wayne. So, (laughs) you know, and with Dick, he does have that different side to him. And it's why his relationship with Batman gets tense at times. It's why his relationship with Barbara Gordon is 
honestly, and again, my opinion, one of the best in DC Comics. So, you know, that's something we didn't get to dive into too much in this episode is Dick and Barbara. But, you know, she wasn't prominent in any of these titles, really. And the thing about these five that I picked, with the exception of Tales of the Teen Titans, most of these are sort of things you can just read on their own. You know, obviously, Tales of the Teen Titans number 44, you might want to go read all four parts of the Judas Contract, which, like I said, is what I did. But you can sort of just read each of these and they're sort of their own little contained story. Even Nightwing Year One happening in the midst of a lengthy run, it was like, no, this is a specific story arc that you can read by itself. Same with the Judas Contract, really. So that was kind of why I picked these. And I'm just going to make the recommendation to also check out Batman the Black Mirror, which, like I said, I discussed on the podcast last week in case you missed it or if you just hadn't read the comic. This is just me saying you should one one more time. But Katie, do you have any other things you want to recommend? Comics, TV, anything? Um, I think... Maybe. I'm just going to also say watch Teen Titans. Um, I know that there's been a lot of controversy around whether the Robin from Teen Titans is Dick Grayson or not, but I feel like that version of him is, a is well, I'm going to say that I agree. I think that it is him uh, just from things that they've shown us, right? But they really, the reason I think that this specific show is interesting is because like you were saying how we do get a lot of like dick's dick as a person and not just as robin or nightwing um this is the opposite where all of the characters are always like in their superhero uniforms they call robin robin like they don't know who he really is or whatever and he's kind of like i know they changed the age age of like when robin or Dick becomes Robin a lot, but he's kind of like in his in-between phase where he's like no longer Batman. He's not quite Nightwing and you do, he's a much serious character, but he's like the leader in this Mm -hmm. one. Right. And it was way before young justice before we saw like him being a leader in young justice. So for me, this is like a really good transitional period. And also I love that group of teen Titans. That's like him, Starfire, Raven, Beast Boy and Cyborg. Um, so I don't know. Also just, again, kind of like a different, different, like angle of Robin. Yeah. So definitely check out a bunch of the things we mentioned in this and our, all of it, <laughs> our recommendations, all of the Dick Grayson. Yes. And Katie, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. These character episodes have been a little bit of an experiment here. So you're, you're the second one. And I, I think they're going pretty well. Yeah, I think I was so excited to find Robin's been my favorite character since I was since like I was a child. Uh, like I said before, I even know what superheroes were. And there's I haven't met a lot of people who are like willing to entertain talking to me about him. So <laughs> I was very excited to be able to do it. Um, but you're right. There's just so much content. It's really hard to like squeeze like all of it into just like a short episode. But um, I guess I just want to say like, if you're one of those people who like, doesn't is like, ah, oh, Robin's annoying Nightwing, whatever, like just kind of dive into it a little bit. Cause it's, it's complex. Yeah. Or read Grayson. Cause he's neither of the characters in that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, true. Yeah. So thank you again, Katie and everyone. If you also love horror, go check out. I hope you suffer. I've been a guest on 
the cell episode, <laughs> which <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah, but that's okay. We had fun and there will be a link to that in the show notes. So that's all we have for you today. 